Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. I really do believe in parental stewardship. I think parents are that ideological side of their kids. Having one myself, I'd certainly be very upset if a school was cutting me out. And a lot of the arguments that we tend to hear about it in terms of protecting the kids from dangerous situations at home, I don't believe those hold water because if we suspect a home is dangerous, that's why we have Children's Aid Services. Julia Malott, who is our guest, really to talk about the very disturbing experience she had at a Ontario emergency, a hospital emergency room with her daughter who had very significant appendicitis, had to get her appendix out. But um, Julia Malott is also a transgender woman, and you can find her on uh, X. Hey, Elon, I got it. You can find her on X. I never want to argue with a guy who's got $246 billion. You can find her at, at Alotta Malotta, at Alotta Malotta. And she very clearly said, and this, this was just a question that I wanted to ask because she's a transgender woman. What do you think? of the initiative undertaken by Alberta Premier Danielle Smith and her transgender youth policies for the province, which will engage parents in the decision-making of their children under the age of 18 and roll back medical treatments, including surgeries, for transgender youth. So the policy, all we seem to be hearing about is the opposition the policy uh, is receiving but there are people who are not opposing it. Tiffany Gillis joins us, trans woman and parent of two school-aged children, as well as vice president of an oil and gas company based in Calgary. Premier Smith consulted our guest, Tiffany Gillis, on the policies for transgender youth. Ms. Gillis, thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me on, Roy. Yeah, it's good to talk to you. Uh, I, I'm not surprised. I wasn't, wasn't surprised to start hearing more parents saying, yeah, parents should be involved in, in their children's activities. Um, so, so let me start with you. Uh, since the premier, uh, with that point, since the premier consulted with you on the policy, on, on parental involvement in decisions and actions very significantly affecting the children's lives. Your thoughts yeah, on that? I mean, yeah, I think like the vast majority of parents, I think, you know, are supportive and, and just want to be able to help their kids. I know that's the case with me, right, is I just want to, you know, know what they're going through at school and, you know, and be able to support them. Like I have a responsibility. People keep saying we have responsibilities and not rights as parents, but like I can't fulfill my responsibility to keep them safe and and to be there for them when they need me if I don't also have the right to know what is going on with them at school, right? Yeah, what do you say to your kids about this situation, about uh, the Premier's policy, and, uh, and your views on this? How do you approach this with your kids? Yeah, I mean, my, my kids are still fairly young, so... You know, I haven't talked about it in detail to them about this particular change, but like, you know, I have mentioned, you know, I always tell them that they're they're able to come to me with anything and, you know, I'll never judge or be upset with them for anything that that happens that, you know, they bring to me and want to talk about. Um, you know, I think that's, you know, just 
making sure that your kids know that you are a safe place to talk to um, to bring up any any sort of sensitive topic is is all we can really do. Because mm-hmm. you know, I've heard from parents in the last few years, and particularly in the last say let, let's say two years. Just as the pandemic was ending and we were getting back to or trying to get back to what was a more normal way of life for us, you know, um, get up in the morning, go out, do our things, we can come back in the evening and sort of live our lives. Uh, and I, But I've heard parents say that their kids are, they feel that their kids are increasingly less willing to share with them what's happening in their lives. And when they start to dig... They, the kids will tell them, well, I was kind of told not to, not to talk to you about these things. Well, by whom? And I hesitate to say this because I can't be specific, but well, I was told in school I wasn't supposed to talk to you about these things. So, I mean, that's, I mean, that's deeply disturbing, isn't it? it? It is really disturbing to hear. And I have heard stories like that from other parents. I haven't had that happen personally. Um, yeah, I've definitely, I've definitely heard that from other parents who, you know, thanked me for, you know, speaking up and and trying to be, you know, be the voice of reason, I guess, for for some people that you know feel like feel like the reasonable parents aren't being heard. Um, and yeah, I mean, it, you know, I think part of that might be. You know, kids naturally, as they get into their teenage years, they will naturally, like, talk less to their parents, potentially. Like, I think teens try to keep to themselves a bit more. But, yeah, if it's something that people are telling them to do, that, yeah, that's totally disturbing. That is why we need a policy like this. Mm-hmm. What was your contribution to uh, to the policy development when the Premier spoke with you? What did you offer to her as far as advice is concerned? Um, you know, we went through uh, kind of each line of the, the draft policy that existed at the time, um, which is fairly similar, very similar to what was released last week, um, and just sort of, you know, talked about whether there were any, you know, potential issues or, you know, minor you know, things that could be worded better, stuff like that. Um, I think, you know, at the time as now, like I, I was generally supportive of all of it. Um, yeah. you, we, the, the current federal health minister, Mark Holland, on Thursday said he is, quote, deeply disturbed, end quote, by the provincial plan, which includes changes in schools and sports teams, as well, I want to ask you about that. And Mr. Holland said, I'm quoting him again, it's extremely dangerous to engage in this kind of thing, which I think is playing politics when you're talking about children's lives. What do you say to Mr. Holland? I, I don't think it's playing politics. I think, you know, it, it is a serious thing to go through. Like I, I struggled with gender dysphoria for, for a very long time before I got help for it. Um, and I, I know it is a serious thing to deal with, um, but I also know that, you know, some sometimes younger people aren't sure of who they're going to end up being. And, you know, if 
and I say a couple times, is like, if you could promise me that this individual 13-year-old who's identifying as trans will grow up to be a trans adult, then they would benefit from starting treatment earlier. The issue is that we really don't know for sure, you know, who is going to persist in their in their trans identity into adulthood. Um, and there's a lot of harm in treating people who don't, you know, who turn out not to be trans and then detransition later on or just grow to regret it later on. Um, so it's not something that, you know, I think just delaying it by a couple of years, you know, to to give more time for, for people to figure out who they really are is, is a safe and moderate option. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must be difficult for kids to to uh, understand what is happening with them. And and I would have thought, and maybe we can end on this because we started with talking about parents and parental engagement. I would have thought that being able to go home and talk to your parents about how you feel and what it is you feel inside you and who you feel you are, I would have thought that that would have been the best course of action. And if there's a home where people are, you know, that is not safe for kids, that's why there are children's aid societies or children's protective agencies. They exist for that reason, right? I, I agree. Like the vast, the vast majority of parents are safe. Like if if people want to have a discussion about whether we need more support for kids who are in abusive situations or you know other programs to help support them because of some lack in what we currently have, that's certainly something that can be discussed. But that's not. To me, that's not a reason not to support this policy. It's something that could be done in addition to this if, mm-hmm. if it's needed. I just want more, one more question. Do you find that our society is more accepting of trans people because of the awareness factor now? Do, are, you, are you experiencing that? Or is there, a, is there hope, hope not, but is there a pushback or reluctance? Well, I, I've found in my real life that, you know, people are wholly supportive. Like I, you know, I think Alberta and the oil industry, both are things that get a bad rap from people outside of them. Um, you know, but I, I work in oil and gas. I, you know, I meet with a lot of people in the industry as, as part of my job. I travel to small towns around the province. I've never, you know, I've never felt unwelcome or threatened for being trans um, in the several years that have been out now. Um, so I think, you know, I think the vast majority of people are just live and let live. I think people rightfully have, you know, concerns about their kids rushing into something, especially without parental consent. Um, and, you know, and I think that that feeds a bit of a bit of blowback, but really, I mean, I only see that ever, you know, I get that on my Twitter account sometimes, you know, I'll find the, the rare person who really just does hate trans people, but that is not the vast majority of people, that's certainly not the vast majority of people who support the bill. Yeah. I'm mostly just, you know, concerned about, about their kids. If you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever 
you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.